Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am your host. So on today's episode, we are talking about how to use your emotional thermostat. You know, our physical bodies have a have settings, right? Uh, we have our factory settings, such as our temperature usually stays at 98.6, right? And depending on the environment you're in, um, you know, it's not like you're, you're a iguana where you change your temperature, right? So we're going to talk about how do you use your emotional thermostat? How do you keep the same emotional kind of even keeled, um, uh, dependable emotional, uh, settings going in your life. How do you respond with choice as opposed to reacting with reflex? Okay. So I'm going to share some tips with you. Um, you might want to take some notes for this one. Okay. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Let's talk about using your emotional thermostat. Okay, so let me just back up here and talk about your physical body for a moment. So your physical body, if you are normal, okay, your physical body, such as your temperature, your body temperature will register at around 98.6. Now, if you're like me, your your body temperature might be a little lower. Mine, on average, is about 96.7. I do not know why. It's always been like that. My daughter, Ellie, her temperature is always a little bit higher. Uh, she was the only baby in the nursery who, who didn't have a hat, even in the incubator, because, quite frankly, she got too hot, okay? But for the grand majority of people, the normal body temperature is 98.6, right? Because we have this um, built-in thermostat. So if you go into, you know, let's say the hot Arizona desert at 110 or 120 degrees, your your body temperature is still going to regulate itself at 98.6. If you're here in mid-Michigan in, in January and February, you know, it gets sometimes 10, 20, 30, 40 degrees below zero with the wind chill. Uh, now, if it gets that bad, you're probably not going to be going outside because it will get dangerous fast. But let's say it's, you know, 20 degrees outside. It's not dangerous, but it's cold. Your body is still going to regulate at 98.6. Does that make sense? Okay, because it it doesn't have to take on the climate of the environment around it. That's really important to understand because if we're going to use our emotional thermostat, it operates the same way. So for the most part, people do not look at their emotions as something that can be regulated. They, they tend to think of their emotions as something uh, like you're a thermometer, right? So you, you go somewhere, um, something happens, uh, you, you experience a reaction, and therefore you say that guy's a jerk or this group of people is this. Um, really, that, that's operating as a thermometer, like taking the temperature. So for example, I have water here. If I, if I had a thermometer, I could stick my thermometer in there and it would tell me the temperature of the water, right? Now, I don't set the temperature of the water. It's already set, right? But it would tell me what the temperature is, okay? Most people don't think that they have a, a thermostat, 
um, that that regulating uh, mechanism inside you to keep yourself at the same emotion. Okay, so you don't have to take on the climate of the environment around you. There are times when as a leader I'm in meetings and I can tell everybody is really worked up about whatever the problem is, right? I don't want to be the person worked up about the problem. I want to be the person who's thinking clearly about solutions to the problem. So when I come in, if I'm a thermometer, I'm going to feel everybody else's temperature and quite frankly, I'm going to get worked up too, right? But if I'm a thermostat, I'm going to come in, I'm going to feel everybody worked up and go, okay, now's the time for me to come in and cool everybody down a little bit. Okay? Does that make sense? If one of my kids is having a tantrum, which let's face it, they're 10, 13, and 15, so you name it, on any day, probably all three of them are having a tantrum of some sort, um, do I have to get upset? No, I don't. I can keep a nice, even keel right? I don't have to, to jump into other people's drama just because. That is using your emotional thermostat. So how in the world does somebody get to that place? How do they get to that place in life where they can uh, respond to something with a choice rather than reacting with a reflex? Well, I think number one, it's, it's realizing that your, your physical nervous system <laughs> needs a break. So let's say you were out in that Arizona desert and, you know, you were in 120 degree heat and you're directly exposed to the sun and you're not drinking your water and you're doing physical exercise. Guess what? Your body is only going to regulate your heat for so long because you will have taxed your nervous system. Okay, you're going to have to do something to take care of yourself. Does that make sense? Okay, same is true with our emotions. If we are in a heated emotional, you know, situation and we are not taking care of ourselves, we're not getting our sleep, we're not taking care of our physical needs, we're not taking some time to kind of take, take a step back, right, see some things with a different perspective. If we're not doing that, we're going to find ourselves in need, Okay. So a couple things that I think about, number one, are having regular times of relaxation. So this could be, you know, an evening ritual that you have. I, for one, have been really getting into this evening ritual of meditation. So right before bed, just taking, you know, five minutes or so to sit, do some heavy breathing, um, deep breathing, I should say. And then also to think about my happy place, right? This, this garden I've been kind of building in my mind. Um, also thinking about, you know, if, if you live a, a life, which at this point a lot of people, those of us who are, are working anyway, we've been living a life in quarantine in, in our Zoom chair, right? We've, lots of Zooms, lot, lots of sitting in the chair getting stuff done, right? You might need to get out and, and give your, your nervous system a, a little break by doing something active, Okay. Another thing that's really important that keeps us uh, more even keel in our emotion is to uh, recognize and understand what perception is. So, you know, I can have an experience, my husband can have the same experience, my child can have the same experience, and my friend can have the same experience. We can all be having the same experience, and together we're all going to see it differently. 
okay? Because we'll have a different perspective of it. So if we were all blindfolded and we were put next to an elephant and we were told to use our five senses and explain the elephant, well, it would depend your explanation would depend on where you located at the elephant. Are you at the tail? Are you at the trunk? Are you at the, um, the, the tusks, the legs? Like, where are you? And, and if, you know, we all explain our perspective of that elephant, who's right? Who's wrong? Well, nobody. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. Um, see, nobody can be right because they're only having their perspective. But if we put all of our perspectives together, maybe that's right. Does that make sense? But nobody's wrong because that's your perspective of it. So just recognizing that we all come to different um, experiences and have different perspectives on things can go a long way to saying, okay, you know, I don't have to agree with this person. They don't have to agree with me. We have a different perspective of what's happening. That can help you stay in a nice, even emotional uh, thermostat. The last thing I'm going to share with you is this idea of um, limiting drama. So one of the, the elements of drama is that you make stuff up right? So, so as a human condition, one thing that we try to do is anytime that there is a hole in our understanding, guess what? We try to fill it. Okay. So for example, you know, if you're five minutes late to work and you realized, oh no, I was five minutes late last week and then the week before, and I'm going to get three write-ups and now, you know, I'm going to get fired. And what am I going to do if I get fired? How am I going to pay my bills? And then before you know it, you have made up this drama that you're homeless under the bridge. Okay. And in reality, you're just five minutes late to work right? But because we overanalyze, we overthink, we add things into our stories, right? And let's face it, some of us are such great storytellers, we should be writing for soap operas, okay? So limiting that train, not letting that thought train leave the station, okay? Recognizing that you have a choice about what to think. Sometimes, you know, we could, we could choose to think about that, that, um, thought process that's going to make us homeless under the bridge, we could also choose to say, you know what, I'm five minutes late today. Okay, how can I make the best of this? So when I go in and I talk to my boss, you know, what what could I say that's going to, going to be helpful? How can I make sure that tomorrow I'm not five minutes late, right? We could spend the same amount of time and energy thinking about it in a positive way that actually brings us a solution to the problem, okay? Really, it's, it's no more effort, right? You get to choose what you're going to think about. So, you know, becoming this, uh, this person that has a nice, even emotional thermostat that regulates all the time requires a little bit of upkeep, right? So, so, you know, one of the things that you can do is, is regular times of relaxation, regular times of taking a break, pulling back, right? So it might be taking a vacation or like, like my husband and I did this, this past Friday, he knew I had been, been putting in 18 hour days for three weeks straight. And he said, that's enough, cancel everything. And he just took me away for a six hour vacation. It just, it was exactly what I needed, right? Now we didn't do anything crazy. We went out to eat and we sat by a local beach. I mean, we didn't, didn't do a whole lot, but it was what, what my, my body, my, my emotions needed. Okay, 
So choose to be the emotional thermostat, the one who stays even and, and you know, your people will love it. Your people will thank you. If you are leading a group of people, they will thank you because they will always see you as that person who is, again, nice, even, steady, balanced, and dependable. And until your people really figure out how to do that for themselves, they are going to be thermometers looking for a thermostat. Be their thermostat, okay? I hope this was helpful for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, please let me know if there's anything that I can do that might be of help to you. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.